0: welcome to the intelligent investing podcast where modern portfolio theory can suck it a student of the school of graham and doddsville and a clergy member of the church of warren buffett here's your host eric schlein hi this is eric schlein you are listening to the intelligent investing podcast and today we have back on jason rivera jason welcome back to the show
1: welcome again all right thank you again eric
0: yeah so you know, I've been loving these um, analyses that you've been doing on your Instagram and your YouTube. Um, So, there was a company I wanted to talk to you about today, and wanted to just get, um, you know, how you how you see the business and, and your analysis on it. Um, wanted to go into WidePoint uh, W Y Y. If you care to discuss that,
1: yes, I'd love to.
0: Yeah, so tell me your, tell me your thinking about the business, and and for the listeners who are not familiar with the company, if you could. You know, I know they're a government contractor, but you know, you could elaborate on what they do in the business and go from there.
1: Yeah. So Wide Point is a government co- contractor. They work on things like risk management. Um, they work on um, software solutions to help companies alleviate their risk, and, which is becoming a massive thing um, recently. And the reason they actually caught my eye initially was it all the all the videos I do, stock analysis videos I do on YouTube, are requested by viewers. Um, and a viewer brought this up, and we went through my initial analysis and looked like a promising co- company. Um, do you know much about why are not wide points? You know much about government contractors?
0: A little bit, but you know, for the listeners, just just share with them what 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 insights you you wanted to share.
1: Okay, so for wide point or for government contractors, they typically make pretty good money if they're even somewhat decent at what they do. Um, and they typically have long-term contracts. They also can have competitive advantages, things like, uh, government regulatory competitive advantages. Cause you have, depending on what you're working on, you have to have security clearances uh, to do that. And wide point, it says specifically in their financials, they have to have those security clearances or they cannot do what they do. Um, So there's potential competitive advantages throughout government contractors. So I typically like government contractors um, when it comes to that kind of stuff because higher revenues, higher profits, long-term contracts, all those kind of things.
0: Okay. And you know what are you looking at the valuation of the business? You know, can you can you run us for that?
1: Yeah. So the valuation of the business is they've actually their stock has fallen since I first evaluated them. I think it was back in April or May. Their stock has fallen from 7 $8 per share. Um, last check, I think it was about $5 per share. Okay. I found... So their valuation looks okay when I first found them. It looks better now. The problem that I'm having with the company, I'm still going through the analysis on them in full transparency. But in the last video I did on them for my viewers, I found a potentially massive red flag in which, their financial Which is things. what? They had a large government contract to help with the 2020 census. Mm -hmm. Census Censuses for people around the world in the US are only once every 10 years. So that government contract was, it added about 34, 35% to their revenue and their profits. That inflated their numbers last year, which made them look fantastic Mm -hmm. and showed huge growth, but that's not going to continue. Um, so what I have to figure out in the rest of my analysis on them is a, am I comfortable with the revenue falling? B how much of that revenue will drop or how much of that revenue drop will lead to profitability drop? Will they be about the same? They probably should be about 30, 35%. They should be, can they replace that? Can I do those kinds of things to continue on their growth tra- tra- trajectory that they showed last year? If they can't, am I comfortable with their essentially 2019 numbers? That's what I need to figure out still.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, h- how has the management performed over time with the company?
1: So far, management, ha- through my analysis, looks like they've performed, in my estimation, like they've performed well. I haven't mm-hmm. seen any major red flags that have led me to tr- uh, to not trust their judgment, that have led me to not trust their uh their financial acumen, their capital allocation, all that stuff. I have not found any major red flags yet.
0: Okay. Now, I mean, I know with the government contracts, um, they're often long-term. What's the the average um, lifetime of a contract of the business?
1: For this business, it's about three to five years.
0: Okay. So, you know, what I would wonder, and not sure if you've looked at this, I mean, the company is doing a lot of, um, technology stuff, right? You know, like with uh, IT and, and and telecom and and, and cybersecurity, all, all of this, right? How how replaceable is that or is this a pretty sticky business that once they get in and get a contract, the government's just likely to continue using them?
1: So this is another reason I love these kind of businesses is because once these businesses Sorry, I'm gonna have some noise in the background. <laughs> um, got some kids at home. That's okay. Uh, um, once companies get into this business, they are very sticky. Typically, if they continue doing a good job, if if they continue doing what they're supposed to be doing,
0: mm-hmm. they
1: have um, switching cost competitive advantages, in my estimation, because yeah. of the techno. Technological know-how required to be able to switch. Um, in my experience with the switching cost, and also just
0: the, it's a pain in the ass to switch, and then have to like yeah. replace all the systems and and, and relearn things. And yeah, it's to be a, a ton learning of time. curve. Yeah,
1: it takes a ton of effort. Takes training. Um, all this stuff, which makes switching cost competitive advantage, is one of my favorite competitive advantages for these mm-hmm. reasons. Yeah. What does that really mean for say somebody considering investing in this stock though, something in my estimation or my experience typically has to be either 10 X better or 10 X cheaper or both mm-hmm. to get a company to switch off of uh, a company that has switching cost competitive advantage for the reasons we just talked about the pain. There's enormous pain when it comes to this kind of stuff. Yeah.
0: Who, who, who are their largest um, or their competitors you'd be most worried about?
1: The competitors, frankly, I'm not at this stage of my analysis. I haven't done a ton of research on the competitors and growth transparency, but mm-hmm. what I have done, I'm not super worried about any of their competitors. What I'm frankly worried about is that they get bought out at some point yeah. um, by a bigger government contractor like uh, General Dynamics, Lockheed Martin, one of those, one of those kind of companies. That's what I'm worried about is that by the time I finish my analysis on them, they're going to get bought out.
0: Got it. Got it. All right. Well, very interesting. And, uh, you know, as there's further developments or you learn more, you know, please keep us posted. Yes, we'll do. Is there anything else about the company you you think is worth sharing right now?
1: Um, at this point I'm scrolling through my notes right now. I don't see anything that's super important other than, than the competitive advantage stuff and the census stuff, which we just talked about. Um, so I don't see anything at this point that I think is super important.
0: Got it. Okay. Well, Jason, thanks for uh, coming on the show, and it was a uh, nice chatting. Yeah, thank you as well. Thank you for listening to the Intelligent Investing podcast with Eric Schlein. If you'd like to connect with Eric for questions, comments, feedback, ideas, or to inquire about being on the show, please contact Eric at intelligentinvesting at gmail So, in the words of Charlie Munger,
1: I have nothing to.